Hi everyone. It's uh, amazing to be here. Um, I am not Jane Schroeder. I've tried. It hasn't worked. I'm just going to be me. You can be you. I can be me. Uh, who? <laughs> you trading into that? <laughs> not Jane Schroeder. Trade into that. <laughs> um, who here has ever heard me before? Okay. Oh, who hasn't heard me before then? Wow, okay, right. Okay. <laughs> I'm basically uh, decaf Justin. <laughs> this, this is fine, this will do, yep. <laughs> I'm Justin without the drug, uh, drug culture references. <laughs> tell you what Jesus has done for you um, because Justin is laying down some amazing revelation and religion says not you not yet that's the cruel trick you hear these amazing things everyone's going yeah 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 and you think that's great but not me okay that's a lie religion says not you everyone but you not you and then if you think it's you it says not yet Yes, it's for you, but A, B, and C, D first, or you need to qualify, or in the future. Yeah. And we like to agree with that. Our soul likes to agree with that. It's like, oh, yeah, it's not my responsibility. I don't have to go back into heaven. I can be like Adam, not like Enoch. But uh, you need to die to that and uh, accept that you're loved and very special and go home. <laughs> and go home is God himself, who's greater than the heavens. It rides above the heavens, and that is, that's your home. Yeah, okay. So we have a, a, a very strict no-child-left-behind policy, okay? <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> so we're going to go right back underneath and then right up to wherever the last thing Justin said was. We're going <laughs> to do that. And um, when the Israelites went into Canaan, the priests held the Jordan open, until everyone had gone through. They waited for every single person in the child. Yeah, and that's God's heart. That's God's heart. Yeah, we have a choice, but that's God's heart. So we're going to do that. Um, I might read a Bible verse first. 1 Corinthians 1.30 it, it is because of Him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. So I'm just going to quickly tell you what happened to you. When you accepted Jesus, you didn't become a Christian, you received the person of Jesus Christ. Okay? First Adam, and he became for us righteousness, uh, wisdom, uh, he's our wisdom, our righteousness, our holiness, and our redemption or our salvation. So Jesus is your salvation. You didn't get saved as such, you received Jesus, and he's your salvation. And he's in you, so you're saved. You can go rob a bank, but Jesus is still in you, so you're still saved. Okay? You'll be saved in jail. God will love you in jail, but you're still saved. Jesus is your salvation. Your behavior didn't qualify you. Your behavior doesn't disqualify you. You received the person of Jesus Christ. Okay? And if any man be in Christ, he's one spirit with the Lord. So now you're one spirit with Jesus Christ. You and Christ are one spirit. 
you don't have the I don't have Chris's gas tank of spirit <laughs> and the God gas tank of spirit, <laughs> like little gas tanks in me. Okay, and I pull from one to another. I have one gas tank. My spirit is Christ's spirit, is my spirit, is Christ's spirit. I am one with the Lord, indivisibly one being with the Father, my Creator. Yeah? That's who you are forever. And if you rob a bank or you don't, if you read the Bible, you don't. You go to school or you don't. You worship or you don't. If you like church or you don't, it doesn't matter. This is your nature. Okay? If you're born as a human being and you like church or you don't, you're still a human being. Okay? If you're born again from above, you are God's son and it doesn't matter what you do or don't like, it is your new nature. You've received the person of Jesus Christ and that is your new nature. Okay? So God's had a son and the same way Jesus was conceived and born, you are born again. In the same way that God hovered over the waters, Okay, so his spirit hovered over the waters. He sent his word, his seed, and that went in. Okay, the same way God hovered over Mary's waters, sent his word, his seed. Okay, and that's now created on the earth. Heavens come to earth. It's the same thing happened to you. Holy Spirit hovered around you. It's why you accepted Christ and he sent his word, his seed, Christ, the person, and you're born again from above. The same way Jesus was born from above, literally born from above, literally born from above. You are literally born from above. When Jesus says, Father, Father, he wasn't introducing a new theological concept. He was talking to his Father. Yahweh is literally his Father. When he says, Father, he is literally talking to the man that fathered him, or the, the being that sired him. And so are you. When you say, Father, you are literally talking to your Father. You're not human anymore. You've gone beyond human. Trademark registered. <laughs> okay, you are a new being. What exists now never existed before. Okay, you're a whole new creation, not human anymore. You're a son of God. Okay, and everything the Bible says of Jesus, it says of you. Everything. And you can go test this, and it'll freak you out. He's born from above. You're born from above. He's a son of God. You're a son of God. Except he's the firstborn. So you always have preeminence. And that's the difference. That's the difference. He's first. Okay? He's made you kings. Jesus is the king. He's the king of kings. The kings he's kings of is you. Okay? You're the kings. You're the kings that are reigning and governing and changing creation. That's you. Uh, he's a priest. He's the high priest. You're the priests. Royal priesthood. High priest. All the glory before the foundation that he had was given to him. He's given that same glory to you. All the power to cast out demons, heal the sick, da, 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 him, given to you. Everything it says of Jesus, it says of you. Religion says, not you, not yet, but has been given. He's been raised and seated in heavenly places. You have been, past tense, raised, past tense, and seated, past tense, in heavenly places. That's where you are now. And as uh, Justin said yesterday, he stooped down and made you great. Lift you up. <laughs> and raised you into heavenly places and seated you because there's nothing more to do. You're seated. You're at rest. He who has entered Christ's rest has ceased from his strivings and his works. So strive to enter that rest or you will end in disobedience. What disobedience? You'll do something to be here. That's the disobedience. But if behavior 
could inherit the glory, then Christ died for nothing. No flesh will inherit the glory. By believing it's a free gift, you receive the person of Christ and he put you here as him. Don't, uh, Romans 6 says, don't you know when you're baptised into Christ, you're also baptised into his death. The same power that rose him from the dead, rose you from the dead, and now you partake in the same resurrection life he did. The same, the same resurrection life. So you accept the Christ, he put you in the grave, he rose you up, seated you here. So you died with him, you rose as him. You are Christ on earth. You are Christ on earth. In fact, you've died and gone to heaven. That's good news. That's very good news. <laughs> That's good news. Come on. Okay. <laughs> you've died and gone to heaven. That's good news. I've got nothing better than that. That's all I've got, the gospel. If that doesn't make you excited, we can go get some coffee. <laughs> so here's your salvation. It also says, here's your righteousness. Jesus is your righteousness now. First, Adam had righteousness. Let's have some righteousness. <laughs> this is first Adam's, Adam's righteousness, okay? He gave it away. He gave away his righteousness. We'll talk about that. Now he doesn't have it, <laughs> okay? When you receive Christ, you didn't get righteousness back. You can give it away or keep it. That's gone. First, Adam's righteousness is gone. You receive Christ and he is your righteousness. So how righteous is Christ? He's perfect. Before you, got out, before you got out of bed this morning, you've raised the dead, healed the sick, resisted sin unto death, obeyed everything the Father said, did nothing you didn't see the Father doing, uh, confronted the religious spirits, defended women's rights, looked after little children, obeyed your mum. God's very, very happy with you because Christ is your righteousness. Righteousness is a gift, it's a person. It was given to you. You're righteous forever. Once again, you could rob a bank, shoot someone, get in the car, the police rock up, you think, I'm caught, and go, Father, and the glory of God, and the presence of God will cover you. All the way to jail. <laughs> With gold dust and gems falling. Because your behavior did not qualify you for God's approval. Your behavior doesn't disqualify you. Your new DNA, the very person of Jesus Christ, qualifies you. 24-7, and then in eternity, whatever they do. Always on. It's always on. Your God's righteousness. And He is your holiness. So here's the big question. How holy is God? Now you can say it. How holy is God? He's holy, holy, holy. How holy are you? You are holy 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 this is the gospel the good news what has been done not the good instruction the good news it's finished this has been given to you because you believed so that no man can boast you believe it this is why it's so insulting this is why it caused so much trouble this very point you receive the very nature of god in fact god wants you to be exactly like him that's why he says be like your father in heaven that's why he says, if you do these things, you'll be like your Father in heaven. That's why he says that you will never be greater than your teacher. It's enough that you become like him. That's why 1 Peter says you can partake in the divine nature. That's why Ephesians 4 says it will build you up to the fullness of the stature of Christ. Or pull on the new man that's created to be like Christ. Be like Christ. 
That's why in Colossians it says, We stand fully identified in the new creation, renewed in the knowledge according to the pattern of the exact image of our Creator. The exact image. If a giraffe has a baby, you pick up that baby, it's all giraffe. There's nothing else in it. If God has a son, it's all God. That's what you are. You're not the God that fathered you. You're of that nature. You're all God. In fact, you're everything Christ is. So you're fully God, fully man in this era. And then you're something else in the era to come. And so is he. That'll be exciting. But right now, get on with your job. To be fully man, fully God means you can partake here on the earth and change creation and give your salvation to creation, the very thing it's yearning for. This is salvation. This is good news. It's not nothing to do with where you attend, what you do on Sunday mornings, what you do on Wednesday nights. It's got nothing to do with these things. It's about a new nature, a new race of being, righteous and holy. As a gift, God is on earth in your seats. Everything you're asking God to do, He's asking you to do. Because you're the God here. Earth, heavens belong to God, but man has given the earth. This is ours. God's saying, clean your room. <laughs> Immaturity is God, why the earthquakes? Maturity is, Chris, why the earthquakes? I gave the earth to you. Immaturity is, God, why is there so much evil and sickness in the world? Maturity is, Chris, why is there so much evil and sickness in the world? Why is your room messy? I gave it to you. We mature into these people who do everything that we want God to do. So the quickest way to walk in your new nature is to walk around and pretend you're God. Walk around and pretend you're God. The power's still on, mic's still on, okay? We're doing all right. Walk around and pretend you're, <laughs> walk around and pretend you're God because that's how you grow up. That's how you learn to wash the car. When you're a little toddler, you get out and you get your thing and you spread mud all over the car to this high and your dad comes out and there's circle squishes of mud knee high all around the car. If the child's attitude is to make a mess, he gets in trouble, but if his heart's desire was to be like his dad, then dad teaches him how to wash a car. Or you walk around and pretend you're mowing the lawn or you know those things. That's what you do. And dad can take care of it. He knows where you are, where you're at, and he will father you into the fullness of the stature of Christ. On the earth, as he is so are we now in the earth. Who wrote that? John. John saw Jesus as he is. Fire in his eyes, sword in his mouth, voice like rushing water, long white hair, golden girdle, brass feet, as he is. So are you now on the earth. Not you, not yet. 
No, you are now as a gift. It's your new genetics. You are the scariest thing in the room at any given time. If you see a werewolf, you can give it a hug. Because it sees fire in your eyes, sword in your mouth, long white hair, golden girdle, brass feet, voice like rushing waters. The devil knows, God knows, there's only one person that has a question. There's only one. Surrender to what is already true. It's a surrender. It's a belief. So any person of any education at any time in world history can do it. They can just believe the gift that's been given to them. And believing the gift is your call on God's character. What you say to the good news is your call on God's character. Jesus tells a story, tells a parable in Mark 4, and he says, if you don't understand this parable, you won't understand anything, any parable. And because I've said that, you've been Christians for so long, you know exactly what parable that is, because it's the most important parable. Or maybe you don't. <laughs> but there's a parable of the sower. He says, if you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. But you know the parable of the sower. The sower sows the seed. It falls on six different types of soil. The first three, the, soil doesn't, the seed doesn't take. Rocky ground, uh, uh, tares, weeds, and uh, shallow soil. And then it falls on good soil. And the good soil gives a return of 30, 60, 100. 30, 60, 100. But the seed's the same. The only difference is the soil. If you become a Christian, if you receive the person of Christ, you receive that seed into your soil. And now, depending on your soil, you give a return, 30, 60, 100. And Jesus is very clear. He says, your soil is your heart. You're made out of the ground. <laughs> okay? Like Adam. The soil is your heart. Depending on your heart, you'll give a 30, 60, or 100-fold return. Now, 30-fold is very good. Okay? 60 is better. 100 is better. Okay? So let's talk about that. This is the 30-fold. This is the 60-fold. <laughs> and this, from here, is the 100-fold. Okay? 30, 60, 100. The 30-fold response, this is all about good soil says God is good. And everything is your declaration of how good you think God is. Everything. What you do, what you say, what you believe. I've received Christ. My 30-fold return is, Jesus is so good, I believe the gospel, that he has taken away my sins and one day see him one day, I will see him in heaven. He's that good. 30-fold return. You are saved. Here. This type of Christianity is represented by the traditional churches. Yep. Not everyone in the churches. I'm talking about represented by the traditional churches. But some people say, no. God is better. He has sent his Holy Spirit and give me power to do the same works he can do. I can do ministry. 60-fold. Same seed goes in. These people say, he will see me in heaven, but I can't do any of the magic stuff. All right? I can't do any miracles. 
and God doesn't talk to me and tongues is dead. No, no. God's better than that. Okay? And this is where churches and the best of the best churches are here, doing ministry by the Holy Spirit. But there's a hundredfold return. And the hundredfold is, I and Christ are one being, and I am that now in heaven and in earth, and I will do the will of my Father. And we'll go through to see why that's so different. I'm preaching a bit like Mr. Miyagi, as the way he taught karate. You have to do some wax on, wax off, and then do some sanding, then do some nailing. And you think, what's this all about? But at the end, you will know karate. Okay. <laughs> Accepting this here is a baptism of water. I am born again. I've died and raised again. Therefore, return. If this is what you want from God, God loves you. You're his son forever. You can accept this. You will love before you came in, before you heard this story, before you heard this message. You can leave, get on with your life. You are fully loved, fully accepted in the Father. Baptism of water. Go on the 60-fold, we have the baptism of Spirit. Holy Spirit comes upon you, and now you have power to do things upon the earth. And this one, we'll spend most of our focus on, is baptism of fire. Between heaven, body, soul, spirit, yep, the veil, outer court, inner court, veil, holy of holies, okay, Eden, created realms, was the flaming sword and the flaming angels. As you become the same frequency of those things, that passes through. Yep. Baptism of fire. Baptism of water is a decision. Baptism of uh, Holy Spirit, something received. But this, this is Moses taking the Israelites out of Egypt. Some guy you don't know, you don't even know if you like him, comes along, opens the sea for you, you walk through, then he closes it and kills all your enemies. Okay, we're still arguing over that in the church. Kills all your enemies. <laughs> and now you're saved. By the promise of Abraham, by faith. You grumble, you get more food. You grumble, you get more water. Nothing happens to you. It's a promise, I'll be good to you if you go. Done. And that's the, pretty much where the grace gospel would leave you. In the desert. Of itself. This is they went to Mount Sinai they receive the law. We receive the Holy Spirit, the law in us. Yep. And now we, know, now we have the power to do, to be Christians. This is incredibly powerful. You're born again. You can heal the sick, raise the dead out of your new nature. Alexander Dowie did not believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Maybe the greatest healer of the modern generation. He taught John G. Lake. John G. Lake from about 1891 to about 1907 healed hundreds of thousands of people and thought praying in the tongues was of the devil. He only got baptized in 1907. Just out of his new nature. Okay? This is amazing. I'm not playing it down. It's amazing. But Alexander Dowie at the end 
went off. By 1908, I believe, if I got it right, I've got my memory right, John G. Lake's wife had died of exhaustion. And none of his children from that era followed God. Not one. He got married again. Holy Spirit uses the power to do these things. Amazing. Okay? Sinai, that we receive the Holy Spirit. And now, we want to go into the promised land. This is Jordan. Okay? The River Jordan. The River Jordan, they had to choose to go through. Or not. And they said, we can take that land, or we cannot. Listen to what Justin says, and Justin's putting forward the goodness of God. Your response to what he's saying is to say, God is that good, or he's not. Because when they said, we can't go because there's giants in that land, God took it personally. He says, no, 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 you're not talking about giants, you're talking about me. Because I am my invisible word. What I say is what I am. And my love language is to be believed. That's all God wants, to be believed. That's his love language, to be believed. That's his only love language, to be believed. He is invisible spirit word forever. Invisible immortal. How does he reveal himself? As word. He's saying, will you love me for who I am? I said you could go. You said we can't go because of giants. But it's not being, but I said you could go. When the disciples, when the storm, the disciples in the boat and Jesus walks on the water, walks up to them and they're like amazed and um, Peter says, that's you Lord, can I come out? And Jesus says, come. And Peter walks out on that word, the word of God, the invisible word. He walks out on the invisible word. He looks at the natural realm. He looks the invisible word. He looks at the natural realm, winds and waves. It affects his soul. And down he goes under natural law. And Jesus reaches down and says, you have little faith. He just walked on water. He gets in trouble. The 11 guys in the boat get off scot-free. But Jesus said, but I said you could. I said you could. One day they have a 99.9% success rate casting out demons and there's one they can't and he said, you're wicked and perverse. Because I said you could. Before he that, it didn't matter. Do what you want. Once he says you could, once you've got his word, you're talking about the very core nature of his being. Okay. So you want to go into Jordan and for the, uh, for the guys to go into Jordan, they had to carry the Ark of the Covenant, which you are now, the presence of God. They had to step into Jordan at full flood okay against all natural law they walked in first and then it says the jordan backed up all the way to a town called adam you are leaving your humanity behind first adam carnal nature way of thinking true knowledge of good and evil everything from the full onwards you're leaving all behind and you're going back to the beginning you've got to leave this human record behind and you walk through the Jordan. And this is your choice. Someone did it for you, uh, destroyed your sins, now you're reckoning yourself dead. This is your love response. God is that good, I can live in heaven. In God. And you step into heaven and you live from this nature. God's nature, your Father's nature is your nature. The Sermon on the Mount 
is not a list of instructions. It describes your Father, so it describes you. The Sermon on the Mount describes you. If you do these things, you will be like your Father in heaven, who sends rain on the good and the evil. This side is creation side, it's lack, it's economics, best use of scarce resources, use your knowledge of good and evil to make good decisions. I have a thousand rand, it goes, to the, there's a guy over here that's a drunkard and he gambles and he needs a thousand rand. There's a guy over here that runs an orphanage later in his life, he needs a thousand rand. But my knowledge of good and evil, I give my thousand rand to this guy. What's heaven doing? Heaven sends rain on the good and the evil. Church does not. Church culture, I'm talking about. Church culture is almost like send California into the ocean. In the sea, in the sea, in the sea. They love it. Walk the plank. They want those guys out of here. Because by their knowledge of good and evil, they're evil. And that's accurate. And if you want to stay here and be tethered to this realm and tethered to its resources, you can do that. Or become like your Father in heaven who sends rain on the good and the evil. Because this is maturity. This is being exactly like your Father. This is, God, shall we send uh, fire and brimstone down on that city over there, Capernaum? That was John. The disciple of love said that. And Jesus says, you don't know what spirit you're of. Because Jesus is about to lay his life down for them. This is love. Hope, faith, love. This is love. And love lays its life down for another. And that's what the Father is. And every person in Scripture who reached father maturity while we are yet sons what become what we will become we do not know every person that reaches father maturity is someone who will lay down their life their name their time their resources their blood to give someone else the opportunity just to choose them clear the way so they can make free choice because only free choice is love yeah Moses says, when uh, they've done all the naughty things, the Israelites, he says, Father, they have sinned a great sin, but I rather you wrote me out of the book of the life and save them. And he's talking to God face to face. He's making a call on God's character, but you can't fake that. Paul says about the uh, Israelites, I'll read it in Romans, I think it's Romans 9, Find it here. I want to read it out. It's so important. Romans 9 1. I tell you the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit. That I have great sorrow and continual grief in my heart. For I, for I could wish that I myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my countrymen, according to the flesh, the Israelites. Paul was saying, I rather, I was written out of the book of life that these Jews 
that are killing me, the thorn in his flesh, I can prove it to you, <laughs> my new book, um, <laughs> uh, that they'd be saved. These Jews would be saved. I'd rather, I was written out the book of life. God says to Jesus, he, uh, to the bride, if I call it that anymore, <laughs> to, to the people, his creation, the bride, he says, Jesus says, I rather, I was accursed and separated from the Father that they be saved. This is the Father's heart. It's uh, Abraham's heart with uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. It's Enoch's heart with a full watch of angels. He says, give them back their estate because he knows humans can take that estate. He's missing out. But he goes and asks God, that is the heart. Forgive them, Father, they know not what they do, is your true nature. Become that nature, you must go through the fire and leave your old DNA away thinking behind. Because of the knowledge of good and evil and scarce resources, you cannot be good to everyone. The knowledge of good and evil is the law. You must leave it behind and come up to love and use these resources the nature of the Father, which can love. If you respond to the gospel and you choose to live here, you live out of the earth, on the earth, out of earthly resources. And the churches that base themselves here do that. Yep. They have milk tart sales, and <laughs> they raise money, milk tart, and they save money, and they do, and they do but lots of natural stuff, and it's good, it is good. And they give blankets and soup kitchens, okay? Body for body, natural for natural, okay? Out of the earth, on the earth, out of earth's resources. But then you have our great churches on earth, and they are great churches, and they live on earth out of heaven's resource. They perform miracles, heal that knee, give that cancer, uh, funds for the building come from belief and faith and from God. Okay, out on the earth, out of heaven resource. But there's still things you must do. It still requires the arm of flesh. If I want to sow and reap, I have to know that $10 left my hand <laughs> into the sowing and reaping machine. And is, I mean that in a nice sense. It is a machine. It works every time, Christians and non-Christians. I need to pray in the faith. I need to keep my confession I need to go, there's something that I do on earth that triggers the heavenly response. Or you can live here in heaven out of heaven's resources. And in heaven out of heaven's resources is everything belongs to God and I govern it onto the earth. Here is lack. Adam lived in the garden <laughs> which just grew of itself and all he did was tend the growth. All he did was govern the increase. He gets kicked out, and by the sweat of his brow, against thorns and thistles, he got a percentage return from the earth. Then Jesus, second Adam, comes, has thorns and thistles, put into his brow, and returns you to here. And from here, all you do is tend the provision. Even if you're in a sales job, 
Here, you're looking for the sales. You're earning the sales. Here, you're finding the sales God has put aside for you because it's a rest and no flesh can inherit the kingdom. <laughs> you can fake this. People do it every week. You can fake this. People do it all the time. You can't fake rest. You can't fake rest. And you can't fake love. This has to be a free gift. Less and less and less and less of you. All of Him. I'm saying this to paint up a permanent picture in your mind. So when you hear someone like Justin speak, and then you hear someone speak after, you don't get dragged back into here except by your free choice. You can't go this way, you can only go this way. If I'm here and I don't believe in tongues, and I believe tongues are the devil, I can't <laughs> sit here in this church. But if I do believe in tongues, I take that down into here, I'll be very kind, I love them as they receive love, I can attend this church, and in my prayer time, I pray in tongues for my pastor and for everything they're doing. <laughs> if I believe in ministry and doing things for God, I can't take that up here. Because ministry is for the earth. But as a son, I can go down here and sit in this church and govern at rest, as Ian Clayton says, make everybody else look good. That's what he does. Or in here, there's many great mystics that lived in very, very controlling times in churches. Yeah. You can go this way, but you can't go that, that way. You can't fake it. You must die and rise again to be here. But that's what you've done. So you're finding out who you already are. And if you choose it, you can live here. <laughs> It's just a response to God's goodness. And this pattern's all through Scripture. So this is Passover, you know, out of Egypt. This is um, Pentecost, receive the Holy Spirit. And this is Tabernacles. This is the thing that everybody's waiting to happen. <laughs> God, will we fulfill the Feast of Tabernacles? It's done. If you receive it, is God that good? That's all you're saying. Okay, I am tabernacled with God. I am one with God. This is how you become a mature Jew. You get circumcised and now you're in. You're a Jew. It's done. There's nothing else you can do about it. Someone did it for you. You had no choice. It was done. A blood covenant was done. Okay? And then you learn the law. Yep. Or we receive the Holy Spirit. And then you get married. And now you're a full part of Jewish society. <laughs> Marriage. Okay. I'm just trying this all through scripture. So, they overcome the, the, the enemy by how? The blood of the Lamb saved. Were the testimony? Ministry. And not loving their life unto death. Die and rise again. How good's the Bible? It lines up with my sermon. How useful. I want to. Know Jesus, saved, and the power that raised him from the dead, ministry, and the fellowship 
of his sufferings. I want to be his friend. If I'm here and some tragedy befalls me, it's a mystery. God's in heaven. I'm on earth. His ways are above our ways. God is a mystery. Why did my best friend betray me? Why did my uh, child die? Okay, it's a mystery. One day we'll find out. Here, which is soul, is to be overcome. You process it, and then you can minister to other people out of that hurt. Which is to say, your child died so you could help people whose childs have died. That's, that's what we're saying. Okay? It's for ministry. It has to have a purpose on the earth. Here, the fellowship of his sufferings. Why did that happen? Because the kingdom hasn't come yet. And what purpose does it serve? The only purpose it serves is that you can be Jesus' friend. Why well, my best friend betray me? Well, it's not why. It's why is because we haven't brought the kingdom to earth yet. But what purpose does it possibly serve? So I can sit next to Jesus and go, I get it. As a friend, I understand. Why did my child die? Father, I understand. I'm your friend. It didn't happen for that reason. Here you have to make a meaning or a mystery, but here it is just relationship. You're already here, and he can weep with you. And it happens for good things too, joyful, joyful things too. Here, you're Jesus' friend. Yeah. Here, it is finished, all is done. So our songs and our church culture lock us out. So this, the most beautiful songs from down here are like, you are God in heaven, and here am I on earth, so I'll let my words be few. It's a great song if you're an Old Testament king. Because you are God in heaven of his nature. You're in heaven. Here we sing, do not shut the heavens. If God shuts the heavens, you're on the inside. Here's the heavens. Everything God sends is good. Gifts are good. Everything's good. Revival is good. But if your hope is revival, you're saying, I am outside the curtain. If you pray and desire, if your hope for the evil and the hurt on earth is revival, you're saying, I'm outside the curtain. God must send something in. <laughs> revival is from God. It's good. If there's a revival, I'm going. I'm going from here, <laughs> I'm stepping in, okay? Because the fivefold ministry are given to us, ministry here, fivefold ministry, to build you into the fullness of the stature of Christ, exactly like him, so that you won't be taken by every wind of doctrine. Amen. Grace is a doctrine. And that ripped through South Africa. And many churches were splanted. <laughs> Splanted, you got that here in South Africa? Some churches were splanted out, yeah? And people preach grace very angry, okay? It's a doctrine. If you are in heaven with God, as one with Him, and someone says, no, it's by grace, you go, yeah. So you don't have to do this, you don't have to do that. That's right. Doctrine comes through, churches go here, churches go there. You're not taken by every wind of doctrine doesn't say every wind of demonic doctrine. 
because every wind of doctrine. Revival doctrine, healing doctrine. Or you're outside time. You're in the Alpha and the Magna. No, you're in the Aleph Tav. <laughs> okay? You're outside. You're a mature son. You're just getting on with governing it. Imagine there was an aristocrat in the 1700s and he wanted to have a son. He wants his son to take over his, his whole estate. Okay? And he runs an uh, international insurance company. He runs uh, uh, cattle and he runs international trade on giant clipper sailing ships. If you're his son and wants you to take over, he has to pay for everything. Everything. From a baby to toddler to uh, teaching you to read, that's his problem, to teaching you Spanish and French and Latin, that's his problem. He has to pay for teaching you um, uh, international trade. If you're from here, you want to go on the mission trip or you want to go on the ministry, you want to do something for God, you go work somewhere else, you save up money, and you take it somewhere else, and you get equipped there, and you say, God, look, I've, I've got my stuff. But if you're from here, everything belongs to God, and He's going to train you to be, take over His kingdom. Because that's what we're doing. Taking over His kingdom. And His kingdom looks like Him. So the more you look like Him, the more you can govern in His kingdom, because you do with His resources what He would do with those resources. So if there are people in South Africa, 20-year-olds, that the government will give a tank and a machine gun to, because they will do with that tank and machine gun what, they want, what the authorities would do with it. There are 40-year-olds here that won't give a driver's license to, because they won't do with that driver's license what needs to be done with that driver's license. They won't take responsibility for it. You can have two kids, love them both the same. One uh, honours your word, loves who you are, and will do what you would do. So you can give him the keys to your car. He may make a mistake, but his heart intention is to do what you would do with that car. You can trust him. Your next kid reaches 18. He doesn't do what you would do. He doesn't listen. He does his own thing. You still love him. He's still your kid, but he doesn't get the keys to the car. A child, while he's young, even though he owns the whole estate, is under governors and tutors. So grow up and becoming exactly like your father. And how do you become like your father? You do what he would do. You spend time with him. But to do that, you must go through the fire. Leave your DNA. Become another being. Become love. Yeah? So this, <laughs> this is all run by the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You know what to do and how to do it. This is run by the tree of life. Intimate relationship with Jesus. This is ironic priesthood. This is Melchizedek. Melchizedek ministers in heaven, for heaven, for heaven's purposes. That's what you do. And because you love the earth, and earth is given to you, you bring it down into here. You come down and bring heaven to earth. You do it. Because all of creation is yearning for the manifestation of mature sons. That's you. So it can receive the same salvation you have. Why is a tree like a tree as it is now? Because that's all the church understands. That church is in, is in its seed form. The same way you have a glorified form, so is that tree. 
The tree is not waiting for God to do it. It's looking to us. It's waiting for us to do it. We only can give away what you've got. Yep. You can only give away what you have. Well, I have, I give to you. You can't give what you don't have. And if you're thinking one day God will come or I will see God, that's all you can give to the tree. Yep. But if you're God in nature, what, would God, what does God do? He speaks and creates. You have to surrender to that truth. You believe it or you don't. And I don't believe it because I do it and not much happens. Sometimes it does. I've seen some things and not others. I've uh, stood in the Australian outback bush scrub. I just apologise to the trees. Because I'm a kid. I'm just washing the car, right? I'm making a mess. It's okay. I don't, I don't know how this is done. No one taught me. So I'll go out there and I'll say, sorry trees for not releasing you. I'll give you my salvation. I was speaking to the creation. And then uh, a spiny anteater, an echidna, uh, a porcupine, <laughs> okay, which is nocturnal, in the middle of the day, walks up to me and walks up and walks across my shoes and walks off. <laughs> okay? Creation is responding to a manifested Son of God. Yeah? And when I do it, it's like the cloud parts, and I understand it for about five minutes, and the clouds come back again. That's okay. I'm learning. I'm washing the car. I'm making a bit of a mess. It's all right, because God sees my heart and tension. I'm walking around pretending I'm God. What I want God to do, I do. And it's a rest. You can only do it, you, know, you have to believe and believe and believe and have a few experiences and experiences change your record, your water, your DNA, your belief, your heart, and you start doing it. There's some people through creation that have incredible power. They just tell the wind to do this and they expect it. Tell angels to do this and they just expect it because they know who they are. You can't drum it up. Drumming it up is like, is like a warm bath <laughs> that goes cold again. It's not the soul. It's your new nature. It's your DNA. You'll learn to be a king. Lester Summerall, because uh, I know, I met the guy who studied under him, he used to watch him in his prayer times. At 3 a.m., Lester, Lester Summerall would get up and get to his best three-piece suit, you know, fob watch and belt and shiny shoes, brill cream hair, shaved, everything at 3 a.m. He's about to govern. And he had a big map of the world on the wall, and my friend... <laughs> I call him my friend, my acquaintance, <laughs> says he was so excited, he hid behind a post <laughs> to watch Lester Summerall pray. He's behind a post in the church like this. And this is how Lester Summerall prays. That storm in the Philippines shall, shall stop now. That election in the Congo should go to this man because he's a good man. You can't fake that. You either know who you are or you don't. You're a saint or you ain't. You, got, you, got just, you, just, you have to know who you are. And that's through believing and experience, okay? And we're all supposed to have fathers who came along and taught us as little kids to be sons of God, but we don't. So guess what? You're those fathers. You're the person you wish you had. You're the person you required. When you hear these people have their great-grandfather became a Christian and pastor and Pentecostal and they're, they're six generations down, you think, oh, I wish, that was, wish I could be that family line. You're that great-grandfather. Because that great-grandfather back then, he kicked, you know, oh, my great-grandfather in, in 1801, he got rid of alcoholism out of the family and divorce out of the family and we never got divorced since then because he removed it from their record, from their DNA. You're removing unbelief from your DNA. And you're removing accusation to God that he is not good from your DNA. 
the battle you fight, your children won't have to fight. And if your children are born, as you change, your electromagnetic frequency set that's over them as their parents lifts. And what was a big decision for you, they can freely walk out of if they choose. Yep. You're doing it for generations. God loves the generations. Listening very well. This is very conceptual. But uh, I'm preaching for understanding so the seed remains. And then you will hear someone like Justin speak and you can understand why all this is yours. Yours now. Not you, not yet. Yours now already. And it's a matter of believing then going around washing the car and just becoming more and more like your father in heaven. And it's fun. <laughs> this church, Great Hope, the great hope for the earth is rapture. One day, heaven will come here. Okay? I'm not going to go into that. You get it. This church's great hope is revival. On earth, heaven supply. This church, the Ecclesia, we call that one, the only church, there's only one church, one baptism, one Lord of all, that's the church of heaven, which you've joined. This church's hope, rapture, revival, reigning. The hope of the earth is that you become a fully manifest son of God and remove earth from its frustration and bondage. You're the hope of the earth. Organic avocado is not your health. Oh, organic avocado, bring me health. Organic avocado is looking at you going, Son of God, release me! I will or may be healed. Okay. I am healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed by the blood. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. It's faith. There's a work required. I may be healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I am healing. It's a nature. It's a rest has been given to you. It's done. Those that require something, this requires to believe once and then to stay in belief. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Christ so clearly portrays us uh, crucified. Why did, you, how, why did God perform miracles, signs and wonders amongst you? Because you believed or because you behaved? It's because you believed. So why have you gone back to behaving? Bewitched under Satan's curse. If anyone preaches this, may they be accursed. If righteousness could be achieved by behaving, then Christ died for nothing. It's a very serious thing, okay? <laughs> As you understand, kingdom come, kingdom coming, kingdom now, okay? The kingdom has come. Now, this is fascinating. Who is the greatest prophet? John the Baptist is the greatest prophet. How many miracles did he do? Great signs and wonders, burning fire, raising the dead, flooding axe heads. What did he do? Nothing. But he's the greatest. Because he said the kingdom has come now. And that is greater than all those miracles. Because the miracles mean you have to go see the miracle man. But the kingdom has come now means it's for everyone. Right now it's for everyone. He is the greatest. Because he said the kingdom has come. Heaven has come to earth. Good news to men. That's your job. 
and miracle signs and wonders will follow. Okay. Awaiting salvation one day. I have the Holy Spirit that gives me the attributes and the qualities of God's ministry. <laughs> okay. I'm Christ. I am Christ. Not attributes of, I am Christ. Love is a chemical. Love is a soul decision. Love is a person. You. You are Christ. You are love, light and spirit. You're everything he is, you're nothing that he's not. Faith in God. Faith of God. When God said light be, you can go, hmm, come on. Hope it works. Planet. Okay, you can't fake it. God is going to father you into it. But faith in you can, because you can do something. You can fast from here or fast from there. Fasting from here is just releasing what you have. Fasting is a rest. You're putting your body at rest. He's saying, no body, no soul, it's spirit. Spirit's going to come out. Fasting from here to get something works. But it's the knowledge of good and evil, because everything through here is the knowledge of good and evil. And the knowledge of good and evil had one fruit, the good and evil fruit. So if you reached and grabbed the good and evil fruit, you took a bite, you do something good, you've done something evil. Everything from here, if it's sourced from here, has a good side and an evil side. Western medicine, good side, evil side. Insurance, good side, evil side. Aid into Africa, good side, people f get fed. Bad side, all the local farmers go bankrupt. <laughs> Knowledge of good and evil. Good and evil fruit. If I fast from here, if I have a sick child and I'm me and I've got the capacity to fast because I can and I can stay focused, that's my personality and I can, uh, I'm going to fast and my child's sick and I fast for 30 days and bang, miracle, child saved because I fasted. True, because I fasted. It's a spiritual law. I can use it from here. And then a mother comes along, single mother, she has three kids. Oldest one has learning disabilities. Second one is under two. But the middle one, very, very sick. Chris, how did you get that miracle healing? Let me tell you. I fasted for 30 days. What have I done to her? Can she fast for 30 days? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yes, she probably could. But she can't. But she could. But she's not going to. And if a child dies... And I've just weighed it down with condemnation. Religion. Religion doesn't ask you to do anything impossible. It just asks you to do what you could possibly do on your very best day. So when you fail, it's your fault. Because you could have. It's cruel. It's not a gift. This fasting, for me, saving my child, it's not a gift. It's a work. <laughs> From here, it's a gift. From here, why will God give me 2,000 US dollars to that missionary trip? Oh, you self-audit. You look at yourself. Ah, oh, because I've been tithing and I've been good with my money and I've done this and I've done that and I gave to the poor. Okay? Self-audit. Or, Christ. Why will God give me $2,000? Christ. And if I'm bad with my money, he'll father me into it. Why will God heal me? Oh, I can read my Bible, I'm good at church. Why will God heal me? Christ. One reason. For every person, any generation, any behavior, any faith level, received as a gift. The same amount that you took from the same behavior you had when you got saved. 
That miracle. Faith for that miracle? Faith is the same. But God's fathering you into it. So the tie to some of the uh, physics that we've been he hearing. This is the natural realm. This is particle, collapsed particle, solid mass. This is waveform. Okay, you can't see it. And the intent of the human heart and um, light in waveform, okay, and in energy form. And this is where physics is at. Particle, wave, word form. Word, wave, particle. We create with our mouth, believing in our heart and confessing with our mouth. Love the earth, speak it out. California will fall into the sea. Not wrong. Not wrong. We govern the earth. And we're framing it up from our knowledge of good and evil. And we're allowed to, the earth is ours. Or, Father, they have done wrong. Lord, and you don't have to say, I wish I was accursed, that they'd be saved. <laughs> Unless, you can't fake that. When Paul says it, he goes, believe me, I'm telling you the truth. My conscience is clear. <laughs> okay. But you can go ask for that not to happen. That's God's heart. That they'd be saved. The whole courts thing is big in the church now. Okay. The courts is, everyone's using the courts. When they're using the courts, using the one court, the justice court. And that sits here. Okay. It doesn't sit in heaven. It sits here. Because the devil can go there. Okay. It sits right here. Anyone can go there. Okay. Anyone. And people using the courts are saying, I have been done wrong uh, and I want justice for this situation. And the justice according to their knowledge of good and evil and the soul's desires. And you're allowed to do that. Okay? But if you go to the court by the knowledge of good and evil and say, this person has wronged me, I want justice, you can get it. And they say, Chris, uh, while you're here, if you're using the knowledge of good and evil as a mechanism for justice and truth, We've got a few things we'd like to talk to you about, okay? If you're here, you step into this court and you say, this person has gossiped and slandered my name, destroyed my ministry, cost me money and broken my relationships. And Father, I've done that. I've done that as me. I've done that in my, human, in my generations. And I've done that as a human being. And I want to stand before you and ask and stand instead of this of human race or this person. And I stand in Christ and I ask you judge it in me. And God judges it in you, but you're in Christ under grace. It's gone. And you say, Father, I've just got off scot free for thousands of generations of lying, gossiping, and destroying other people's reputation. I ask that this person here will also get off free for the same thing. I'm here, Lord. Hide their sin. Don't let anybody know what they've done. Protect them. Make kindness lead them to repentance. That's the Father's heart. That's the only way for a son to use those courts. Remember, you're allowed to use it however you want. But everything you do is your declaration of God's goodness. Or your declaration of who God really is. You're doing very well. Very well. Sowing and reaping, creating with your voice. Okay? 
Okay, God didn't sow and reap lots of things. He said, boom, and it was, okay? You're allowed to use sowing and reaping as a son. Free choice. If it's, if, if it's your highest order, you're saying, I'm outside the curtain. I need to do this to get something in, okay? Sowing and reaping is good. As a son, you're allowed to use anything down here. I'm allowed to use planes and trains and combustion engines. I'm allowed to translocate. <laughs> I'm allowed to use anything. Okay? It's all mine to govern. Okay. When the spirit comes down, osozo means to be healed, or means for death and sin and all its effects to be removed from you. Salvation, that's what it means, sozo. Removing death and sin and all its effects from you. Okay? Body healed, soul delivered, spirit saved, born again. Okay? So when that comes down, body immortal. Here, everlasting. Started, everlasting. Here, eternal. When eternal comes down, this becomes everlasting because it started, wasn't always eternal, and this becomes immortal. Heaven has come to earth. Not Father come down, we come down and bring what we have and we give it. Okay. To understand earthly justice, send your fire, I lay myself down. Okay. This is, if you live here, you need God to do something. You want to see his works. Renew them in our day. See God do something. God performs a miracle of his own regard or the miracle man comes to town. Okay? See his works. This is, do his works. Okay? I do the work of God. This is, I know his ways. You can see his works or know his ways. And when you get into the kingdom to come, that's what you'll do. See his works, do his works, or govern and know his ways. Jesus says, truly, truly, I tell you, this is what the kingdom is like. Okay? If Jesus is saying, truly, truly, and all he wants to do is be believed, okay? He says, in the kingdom to come, in the kingdom to come, some will get no cities, some five cities, some ten cities. Thirty. 60, 100. Virgins without oil. Virgins with oil, Holy Spirit anointed. Or the messengers who come to get them. Already living in heaven. <laughs> Guests with the wrong clothes. Still guests, still virgins, still saved. Guests with the right clothes at the great feast. Or the bride. Jesus will not be unevenly yoked. He's going to marry someone that looks exactly like him. It's not a rescue marriage. We're not marrying up. We're not marrying up. Evenly yoked. Face to face. Adam and Eve. Equal. Equal. 
okay? If you live from here, the best thing you can do is from your DNA record and what you've observed in the history of your memory and that brokenness, project the best future from scarce resources. That's all you can do. And from your memory. This worked last time. We prayed that didn't work. Uh, there's only, we can, the rand's worth one twentieth of a pound. You know, scarce resources. You're operating out of your soul and your carnal knowledge, but the knowledge of good and evil. What's the best way we can use our falling rand? Here. <laughs> it's the end from the beginning. No, re, uh, no lack. Creation. Word form. Everything is here. Nothing stands in your way. You can have no money. In fact, that's what, that's what Jesus said, leave without a purse or an extra jacket. Remove yourself from earth supply. Remove yourself from the knowledge of good and evil. Remove yourself from uh, measuring, from measurement. If you measure, you will think cancer is worse than a headache. You will think taking, saving a soul is harder uh, is easier than saving a nation. But can a nation be saved in the day? The answer is yes. <laughs> All these things down here that seem like a mystery. Job, where were you? Were you there when this happened? <laughs> We'd read that like, wow, humans are so small and God is smashing this guy. You were there. You are so old. Where do you read it from? from a God that judges and smashes, or a God that calls out your very design, the very thing in his heart, the very scroll, the very desire, when you were created, and I believe that you agreed to before you came to earth. I have a friend called Brennan. He hated the Bible and hated God. He's in jail, and he gets put with an African-American guy that loves the Bible. <laughs> He's reading him Psalms, like, oh my, he's just reading the Psalms. And he reaches the point in the Psalms where it says, and he anointed my head with oil. And Brennan Manning, from D Brennan, Brennan Manning, <laughs> Brennan Nix, his name is, he's uh, preaching in Alabama right now. Brennan Nix knows, that's me. I need to anoint my head with oil. And he's got out of his bunk bed and told the guy, anoint my head with oil. And he goes, I don't have any oil. And I looked through everything and there was shampoo had jojoba oil in it. I said, this is oil. And he says, but it says the elders must anoint their head. He goes, how old are you? He's older than him. You're an elder. Okay? And he poured shampoo on his head and I poured shampoo on the Bible to anoint it. And uh, he accepted Christ. Then later, not that moment, later, with no theology, okay, he hated the Bible, no theology, no grid, no one gave him this. He was taken before the foundation of the world he stayed next to the father, and he was a priest and a king. He has no theological grid for this. And they're looking down, and they're talking father and son, and then father points down to the earth. He says, there's the earth. And Brandon says, what's that? He says, you're going to go to the earth. And Brandon says, what will I do there? And the father says, you'll forget me. But don't worry, you'll spend your whole life remembering me. I'm going to put forward a theology here that the church has argued over for 2,000 years, okay? Which is, when did Jesus know he was Jesus? Okay? Was he performing miracles as a baby? <laughs> Playing hide and seek and winning? You know, <laughs> when did Jesus know he was Jesus? Well, he has to be the same as us. In heaven, 
He agreed because he was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Then he came, became a human, and over time, he remembered who he was. He remembered the agreement, and he just was who he was. He did the one thing that his father asked him to do. He brought that record of the father's heart to earth. And that's what you're doing. I believe that before the father formed you in the womb, he knew you, you knew him, and you agreed to reveal an aspect of the father's creativity and heart upon the earth to bring that redemption, to walk around and doing good and to destroy the work of the devil, to remove that record from the earth and replace it with the kingdom. You said you'd do that. And being a good Christian doesn't do that. And being a good churchgoer doesn't do that. And I love church and I love the congregation. I'm always in community. But being a son of God does that. And God's asking you, remember who you were. Jesus this is Jesus is my saviour. This is Jesus is my Lord. Because I do what he says to do. And this is Jesus is my friend. Okay? Or my, my one, I'm one. My lover, my partner, I'm one with. That marriage is a mystery. But I am one with God. He relate to Jesus as my saviour. He relate to Jesus as my Lord. And here Jesus says, will you know me for who I am? Because I'm only Jesus as Savior and Jesus as Lord in a certain context, which starts at one time in history and ends another time. But who am I? Will you love me for who I am? Will you be my friend? Will you ask me how I'm going? What my favorite color is? What I think of the weather? How I'm feeling? Will you know me? Eternal life is knowing me. This life is everything that this church told you will happen when you die. When you die, you'll see Jesus, you'll see his friend, get a glorified body, and be able to travel around all the different places of the world. But your death isn't your salvation. Jesus' death is your salvation. And that thing that you're waiting for when you die is now. Jesus, my friend. Not Jesus. Jesus, my saviour, is a 30-fold return. That's good. You really said something good about God. And that's all you want. You've done a really good thing. And you're loved and you're precious. But Jesus, my Lord, that's even better. But there's another thing again. I leave all this behind to be his friend. The greatest general or the greatest apostle or the greatest anything does not outrank friend, John or you Peter you're going to minister and then you're going to be executed what about John what's that to you what's that to you if he lives forever Peter did more than John historically much much more I'm not saying anything against Peter. But this is Martha. And this is Mary. Martha, Martha, you're troubled by many things. But Mary has chosen the better. And this is offensive to our very DNA. Because surely you've all been at some Christian organization and you're doing the work and everyone else is just sitting listening. And that makes you angry. Because the knowledge of good and evil and scarce resources 
<laughs> you're doing the right thing and they're just, they're not. <laughs> the parables are there for you to break under God's goodness. That's what Brendan Manning says. Brendan Manning, Brendan Manning says, break man, break, when he preaches. Break under the goodness of God. Uh, nine hours, 30 minutes, everyone's overpaid. What's the justice? Break under God's goodness. He's good to all. If you're here, here or there, you're all going to get paid. He's that good. But what you do in the kingdom to come depends on how much you look like him. Okay? Flesh circumcision, <laughs> heart circumcision. <laughs> qualified through, uh, through action, qualified by believing. Receive. The kingdom must be received as a gift that no man can boast. No flesh inherits the glory. So everyone can do it. All right, I better finish with some stories. This has been very, <laughs> very paradigm shifting. But if I lay this found, groundwork down, then we can just walk it out and talk about it. And, but, and then you know where everything sits, okay? I better tell this one before I go. Spiritual warfare from here, okay? This is where all the demons and angels are. This is the invisible realm. You've got to fight. If you're down here, Okay, in the natural realm, and a demon appears, you're outgunned. Yeah? But if you're here, by good learning, learning the laws of spiritual warfare and good practice, it's a showdown. Yeah? Three hours, one hour, cha 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 cha. Lots of soul and body involved in this process. Okay? And it's a fight. And you're pulling the principalities down. If you're saying you're putting the principalities down, what are you saying about the principalities? They're above you, yeah? And you pull them down, <laughs> what are you pulling them down to? To you? <laughs> if you're charismatic, you're giving it to the Baptists, like, your problem, okay? This is spiritual warfare. Jesus cast out demons with a word. Fire in his eyes, sword in his mouth, just walk down. Do you think, is, is it recorded that Paul did prayer walks around Ephesus before he got there? Do a prayer walk? Did he do a spiritual mapping course? <laughs> He's rocked up. He just rocked up. And we think, oh, the world's so evil. It's not Ephesus evil. It's not Ephesus evil. I don't even want to give honour by saying what they were doing there. That was evil. And he has walked into town. Because he wanted to. As a son. Roaming the earth. Governing. God didn't say, go here, go here, go here. Someone appeared to him and said, come here. And he had to go there. And then sometimes he made his own choices. He was going to Asia. And God said, don't go to Asia, go here. Which means God didn't tell him to go to Asia. He was just doing his sonship. Maturity. Making choices. Governing. And the father would make greater choices if he needed to. He wants you to grow up and govern. I give you permission to make sub optimal decisions you've got permission make mistakes create a wrong universe God will wipe it out it's okay that's the fire's there for the fire's there for love to protect you you don't want your crappy universe to get into the tree of life okay you say the fire's there wipe it out start again you're a kid wash the car poorly if your heart intention's right you're not going to get in trouble at all God's like wow he wants to be me I'll pay for that. 
and I will govern that. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd be like Christ. No one's come down from heaven for he, except he who is in heaven. That's you. You, you are the guy in heaven. Whatever you're doing, fixing someone's car, praying for the sick, governing the universe, same, same, in heaven. This is, uh, we want abortion clinics out of our country, out of our province, so we do placards, petitions, protest, sign, all these things, okay? This is spiritual warfare, you get together, you pray, if you're American, you say sorry for Woe versus Ray, Wade, and you say sorry about what we, how we treated the Native Americans, and then you, and you take communion, and you go around, and, and, you, and then you uh, raid the heavens, whatever you do, <laughs> I haven't done it for a long time, you pray for hours and tongues, and then you, know, you get the breakthrough, okay? Or here is to be a friend, a friend, a friend, a friend. And one day, God says to you, can you go kill that dragon? Three minutes. Not important. Friend, friend, friend. Because a friend of mine did this. And from that day, in that American state, there's been no abortion clinics. They're all shut down. One sun, one hour. Okay? Lots of human effort. Less human effort because I know lots of stuff. Just friend, face to face, face to face, face to face. I want to teach you how to govern. Or you get a ruling from heaven and you just plonk it down, but uh, he'll tell you about that, about blueprints, maybe one day. <laughs> okay. You want to live in here. You want to, Abraham must leave the house, his DNA of his mother and father, and leave here. Not all of you will die, but some of you will be changed. You go through the fire, you leave your human record. Okay. You take your body and soul into here. The elders went up and ate. Okay? You want to be transfigured, body, soul, and spirit. You want to bring it up into here. All right. I've got a very good platform. I'm going to leave it there. You've listened very well. It's warm. It's after lunch. I know how much South Africans eat for lunch. I've seen it. <laughs> it's quite impressive. The body man. But I want to tell you, everything you do, everything you say, is a response to God's goodness. How good is the gospel? The same word goes out, and it's a different response. If you're here, if you went, if, if you see a poster that says, Justin Abram is coming to your town, and you go, there's something very different about you. You're after something. You're after a city you haven't seen. You're on a sojourn. You say, this man has seen something and is sharing something. He knows something about God's goodness, about being a mature son, about governing the earth. I want it. If you're here, before the foundation of the world, you've already said yes. I haven't told you anything. You're only remembering I'm teaching your soul 
but not your spirit man. Your spirit man knows it's raised and seated in heavenly places. Everything you do is from here at rest. Raised and seated, no sweat that no man can boast. Ezekiel, Zechariah says that he saw Joshua, the high priest, dressed in all these robes. So you know the special robes they had? Very fancy, a little bit supernatural. Was it gold? Was it something else? Was it heavenly gold? Was it woven with this? Were the gems alive? All sorts of crazy things going on. Very special robes. He steps into heaven and God says, the accuser must be silent and take those filthy robes off him. The best of the best. These robes he had were designed in heaven from heaven. But in heaven, that's on earth our heaven supply. Our heaven from heaven supply. Put new robes on him and a new crown on his head from heaven. As soon as you decide, yes, I'm here, you're here. And the, silent, the accuser must be silent and you get heaven's robes. Blind, poor and naked you can come. White robes, washed linen, bright white linen, gold refined in the fire, salve for the eyes so you can see. That's our generation. Okay? And it's so easy. This is the story I'll end on. <laughs> I'm from a Baptist background. So I've come actually from, a, I was actually taught Catholic and then went, no Holy Spirit, Church of Christ. Then went, maybe there's a Holy Spirit Baptist. Okay, so I've come a long way. I've done the journey, okay? All right? And um, I heard that you could step into heaven. Now, I had to find out this is true, okay? And so I was at home. I just, okay, okay. I felt really, I was by myself and I felt stupid by myself. The fear of man I was scared of was my own opinion. Like, I was just, and that's fear, that's, that's an embarrassing level of fear of man, yeah? Well, you're even embarrassed in front of yourself. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a Christian and so I'm in heaven. So I'm in heaven now and God is in heaven and Jesus is in heaven and there's angels in heaven and my spirit man can see them and I go back to earth. I tried that a few times. Sorry about this microphone. I nearly finished. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I just felt stupid. So I did it again. And then I realized I spent the last 20 minutes thinking about the cricket. I mean the cricket. And I was like, I'm not in heaven. I'm thinking about the cricket. But there has to be a way. So like a child... I've got this big pink carpet at home. I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on the internet one day. Big Persian pink rug. I said, this Persian rug is heaven. I stood at the edge of the Persian rug. And I said, this Persian rug is heaven. And before me is the torn curtain. Turn to the Holy of Holies. So I step through the torn curtain. okay, And as long as I'm on this rug, I'm in heaven. So if I think about cricket... I'm thinking about cricket in heaven. 
because I'm on the rug. Okay? And I did that. And I could just come in and out and go, oh, what am I doing? Oh, in heaven. Nice run through. Hello, Father. Hello, Jesus, whatever the protocol is. Hello, Holy Spirit. Uh, I want to apologize to all the protocol just broken. But my heart is here to be good. Am I, am I in a training room right now? Like, I really honor this. And I take this atmosphere and I step back into the earth, release it. And I did it four or five times. In. And the last time I stepped off, I went, oh, that's stupid. So I said to myself, I just felt stupid. Because I know people go in, they see everything. Oh, angels come and appear, and then you not greeted them, and da da da. Okay? I, I get off, and I'm like, that's crazy. And I had music playing, probably Joshua Mills, because it makes it more spiritual. <laughs> I think it was Joshua Mills, I really do. And, and so my computer's on, and my Skype's on, yeah? So I get off and go, oh, and it's playing music out of the speakers. Okay? Almost like, I tried. I tried. I tried to be a mystic. It didn't work. My computer goes, boop! And on Skype, it says, from a friend in England, just says, I just saw you in heaven. <laughs> Which means I was in heaven. Because I already am. And all I was doing was agreeing with it, lining up like a child. And I promise you, I felt nothing. No pins and needles, no presence. There's no difference between this and this in any sensory thing that I have on any level that I can keep a record of. Okay? So that night, I'm talking to my friend Simon. I said, Simon, guess what? This rug is heaven. Here's a curtain. Today I was doing this. Okay? I get into heaven. And I was in heaven. I said, I'm in heaven. And I got off. I'm not in heaven. I got back on. I'm in heaven. And I got off. I'm not in heaven. And then... My friend went, look, I saw you in heaven. Said, wow, wow, that's amazing. We're talking, talking, talking. And meanwhile, I had a friend over in the corner about where you are, and a friend called Haley, and uh, she was out. And we had to wait for her to come out of her trance so we could turn the lights off and go. And uh, mystics, such a pain. And <laughs> no, no sense of time. Uh, and finally, she came out, and she stands up, and she's going, wow, da, da, da. she's talking about what she saw. She goes, she looks, looks at me and goes, what were you doing? I said, what? Because, you know, half hour had gone by by now. And I said, I was in heaven, and I was talking to someone, and in the background I could see you going, look, 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 And all I was doing was recounting the testimony with no faith. That was happening. Because it's that easy. Because you have been raised in heavenly places. It's your natural home. Because God is your home. And all you're doing is stepping into your spirit man. If you step into God, you're stepping into your spirit man, which is as close as the kingdom. It's right here. Father, thank you for what you've done. You are good and full of mercy, good news to all men. We are raised to see it in heavenly places. We're going to learn to walk around, pretend to be like you, to grow up into you and bring your salvation given to us to this earth. And all creation, thank you for being patient. We're sorry for the delay, but we are becoming who we are, sons of God, glorified, redeemed, and we're going to give it to you. And you can become everything you were supposed to be when, we, when Adam first named you, release you into your glorified form. For the glory of God, 
This is a free gift that no man can boast, receive at rest. Amen.